baby, we'll swing it. Today, I'm from A to Ziggy, Blue Jean. Welcome to From A to Ziggy, the podcast where we listen to every David Bowie song in alphabetical order. My name Travis. <laughs> My name Thomas. <laughs> oh man. Travis loved Bowie. I get so much sleep every night. Um, so, <laughs> so today we are going to talk about Blue Jean. This is a this is one of those fun. We're going to talk about a single episodes. Yeah, people love, people love singles. Yeah, people. The single episodes are always the more, most popular. Yeah. on iTunes. So except iTunes won't let us put them up because they're always more than ten minutes yeah, long. Right. Take that iTunes. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll trim this one down. Yeah. So yeah, Blue Jean from tonight, nineteen eighty. Three is that right? Uh, released September nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty four, and kind of a rare move for David Bowie in that this is a this is a true follow up album. In what way? This is kind of it, it has a very similar vibe, and I mean it's the same band. It's basically it, it's taking the success from Let's Dance and pushing that forward instead of trying to go off in any kind of new direction. It was like all right. Got this new fan base. Yeah. Let's do a follow-up record. Yeah, well, this was this was 80s pop Bowie coming into full bloom. Yeah. After the, you know, this, this great, like, sort of debut of, of this new Bowie with Let's Dance. Uh, this is just trying to do more of the same, basically. Although they don't have Nile Rodgers to produce this one. No. Although he does, he's, he's got Hugh Padgham, so he's still got some pretty... Hugh Padgham, is it? Oh, wow. So it's, it was produced by Derek Bramble and Hugh Padgham. Nice. And David Bowie. So I, I will take the dive and say, I really like this song. Yeah, let's talk about this This song. is an awesome song. This is one of those songs I didn't recognize the title of. Like, I've always known this song, but never really knew the name you've, of it. You've heard it. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the chorus hook is not oh, the title God. of the song. Yeah. But, oh, that chorus. I like the way that it's sort of a, a call and response thing. Yeah. But it's got this weird twist that the backing singers are not repeating what the lead singer's saying. So it, he, he has his first line, sometimes I feel like, and then they're like, oh, the whole human race. It's like this weird non sequitur yeah. kind of thing. And then he, he's got his second line. He, he's, he's, basic, he's following up what he's saying in the first line, but then the backing singers come in with something else, but something about blue jean. So th- it's like they're getting closer. You know, they're sort of narrowing it down from the human race uh, to this one, pers- one particular human. <laughs> And then, what's the third line in the chorus? Uh, like, Blue Jean can send me. Blue Jean can send me. And then the backing singers, you know, do a variation on that. Somebody send me. And then Bowie repeats what they said, and they repeat it back. So it's like it's like the opposite of the way it usually works. Instead yeah. of them repeating him, he starts repeating them. And it, it, it is it's a very it's a bi- another big chorus. Big catchy chorus. Even if you have no idea what, like, I didn't know what the lyrics were until I read them, but I still found myself like humming it. It's constantly. great. The greatest, the greatest thing about it is it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Oh. So it's it's not tied to any particular like message. It's not yeah. one of these things where, you know, you associate it with one particular event of your life. Oh, the one that got away, or like, oh, the uh, you know, this was my senior year of high school, or you know, it's just. It's it's always there. It's like it doesn't it doesn't yeah. have anything. I was trying to think back to like, oh, do I remember the first time I heard this song? And I don't because it's I think it's just always been there. 
But like my most vivid memories of it were from being on the um, the Best of Bowie CD. Yeah. And having it come on when I was working at the deli I used to work at. And just being a fun, high-energy song. And this is when I was like trying to make myself come around on 80s Bowie. And this is a, was a good song to do it with because it sounds... It reminds me a lot of the like fast kind of pop rock music that was going on at that time. Like it, it sounds like in excess, mm. you know, like fine young cannibals, stuff like that. That's kind of like some roots in just regular just blues rock, but just poppy as hell. Yeah, it's horns got that polish to it. The synth horns, drums, and marimba. Just, yeah, it's just a really fun song. And. Yeah, fun to sing along to because yeah. it doesn't mean anything. It's and you 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 find yourself. I don't. I think the first time I heard it, I was watching the video, also from Best of Bowie, the DVD version of it. So you watch the video. It's got screaming Lord Byron is the character on stage, um, kind of like screaming Jay Hawkins meets Lord Byron, obviously, of Byronic hero fame. He of Byronic hero fame, um, and of course, that's that's the uh, the archetype of of the guy. You know, who's pretty well self-absorbed, but the chicks dig him. Yeah. And so you have the the dopey character who's trying to hit on uh, Blue Jean, I guess is the character, the lady in the video. And he's completely striking out. Uh, she's captivated by Screaming Lord Byron. And he he, he kind of notices her, but doesn't really... He's, he's still got... He's got his own thing. He's got his own world that he lives in. And the video, everybody's captivated by... The screaming Lord Byron character. He's very hard to take your eyes off. He's of. charismatic. He's got that great makeup, yeah, love, and the the turban at the beginning that just sort of comes unraveled on the bassist's uh, on the bass guitar, and he just sort of tosses it. Yeah, striking appearance, and everybody in the audience just sort of copies what he's doing. He's like a trendsetter, and they they start doing these dance moves, pulling their ears and snapping and like pick, making poses. It's voguing, and that's. I think that was sort of like the character that Bowie was playing in the '80s. That was his. That was his '80s version of Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. Was taking on this character of the pop star, uh, the trendsetter, the person that people can't take their eyes off, but for a different reason. Not in the not in the Ziggy way, but in a very '80s, proper and and besuited, uh, yuppie kind of way. He's the yuppie Ziggy. Yeah. Yuppie Stardust. Uh. I always thought this song started out, Blue Jean just met a girl named Eugene. And I've never been able to hear the lyrics as they're written down. It's supposedly Blue Jean, I just met a girl named Blue Jean. But I swear, I never hear that. I'm I, never going to hear it the same way again. It sounds like Eugene. And you, you watch him in the video, it looks like he's saying Eugene. Which, I don't know, it's kind of a progressive yeah. sort of message there um i mean because because it could be anyone it could, could be, be blue any- jeans a name that could go either way yeah he could be talking about eugene levy he could be <laughs> so this is a this is a song that's meant to be a catchy pop song it wasn't it and it it wasn't meant to be anything else i think that's exactly what bowie was after yeah uh this was going to be the single it was meant to be the single from day one and that's exactly what it what it is it's exactly how it acts the video we should point out is directed by uh someone we've Discussed before, Julian Temple, mm-hmm. the director of Absolute Beginners, the movie and the music video. So Blue Jean was pre-Absolute Beginners. I think uh, Julian Temple was starting to work on developing Absolute Beginners at this time. And they they did this video and this short movie, because there's a longer version of the video too. 
There's the 20 minute version, yes. Jazzin for Blue Jean. Basically, the only difference is it pads out the story of this dweeb that's trying to make it with Blue Jean. And yeah, he, he like sneaks into, he, he tries to convince her that he's a good friend of Screaming Lord Byron. It's like a Prince and the Pauper kind of situation, or like a doppelganger situation where, you know, they, they look alike. Oh, speaking of dual roles, uh, last week we were talking about dual roles, roles in the, uh, the Cray Brothers movie. Here, Bowie has a dual role. Dual role. As, uh, as the two, two people. So yeah, it just elaborates that story. Um, and yeah, he completely strikes out with Blue Jean. He's just a, you know, basic London bloke. Just, just a basic bloke. Um, song itself, is, yeah, it's just a basic, basic pop song. It's just a basic bro. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's, uh, so it's about, it's about a girl, the object of somebody's uh, admiration. So he's, he's admiring from afar. He's, he can't, she seems like unreachable. But this character, the, whoever's singing, is is like trying to trying to get her, you know, like she's a, a thing, like a trophy, you know. Um, it's it kind of reminds me of um, and I say to myself, she's like the girl in and I say to myself, where she's just like, you know, she's uh, it's kind of like it's, she's so hard to get that I guess I don't want her anyway. Yeah, right. David Bowie said, "quote Blue Jean is a piece of sexist rock and roll. It's about picking up birds. It's not very cerebral. That piece." Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that what it's about. pretty much sums it up yeah there's no there's just nothing about like what he plans to do once she's once she's mine and she's his but for all as as big dumb and sexist as it is it sure is catchy it's a fun song to dance to yeah so i guess it does mean it does have a meaning to it but it's you know it's, it's not really a meaning to be all that proud of it's a it's approached but you approach it sort of like yeah sidelong um Oh, so it, it also it. Um, bears noting that it won a Grammy for Best Video Short Form, um, which was later renamed as Best Music Video several years later. This was in 85. Best uh, Video Short Form, so I, which is ironic because it's 20 minutes yeah. and it's long form. It's a good video. I like it. I like the, uh, the imagery. I like the sort of explosion at the end. Yeah. All the dancing, the lights, the makeup. It's a fun video. Oh, you know what? I, I, and I didn't find it until it was too late, but then I searched on YouTube and couldn't find it. it was apparently Pennywise covered this song. Which I had no idea. Pennywise uh, the Clown from It, Stephen King's It. Or, or the punk rock band named after it. Oh. Yeah. They're okay. Not my favorite punk band, but like, I'd be curious to hear their version of it if I could find a proper version. Huh. Like everything on YouTube was just like the full album. And like, I didn't want to scroll through and try to find the song. Who's got that kind of time? Don't they list, like, the timestamps for the songs? Um, when I pull it up on my phone. Uh, In the description? Okay. Well, responsible YouTube pirates post the timestamp. Yeah. The album. All right-thinking YouTube pirates yeah. do this. So he's expressing his admiration for this unattainable um, bird. Such a British way of <laughs> yeah. Playing. And she's... I don't know. It's all the things she's got. He keeps saying she's got all these things. Like she's got a uh, camouflage face and no money, but she's also got a police bike for some reason. <laughs> uh, she's got a turned up nose. Is that supposed to be like, she's sort of a snob. She's got a snob. She's a snob, but she like, but she, she has a police me. bike. I don't know why those lines are back to back. She's a snob and she has no money. Yeah. Um, 
which I guess you don't have to be rich to be a snob. You could be a poor snob. But she's got Latin roots. Um, okay. Which, oh, uh, that's supposed to be a, uh, that's supposed to be a reference to something, too. Uh, it's got all these, it's sort of peppered with um, references to things. Let's see, like, uh, Somebody Send Me, that whole chorus hook is uh, kind of a reference to Sam Cooke. He had a song called Send Me Somebody, or Send Me Someone. Um, oh, I see, it's the, the uh, Latin roots, it was a Tom Jones reference. And then there's uh, Eddie Cochran sort of country singer that's what that's what bowie said uh blue jean reminded him of eddie cochran like the she's got everything lines like sort of like kind of a country twang yeah it's just sort of like it's it's taking it's sort of taking uh influences from basically everywhere and just tossing them into the salad bowl and shaking it up yeah yeah and that's that's what this song is it's kind of a cool fun mess yeah of a pop song Reached number six in the UK singles chart, number eight on the Billboard Hot 100. What did you think of? I really like this song. Yeah. Um, it's one of those songs that I had forgotten about for a while, and then it came on the Pandora at work. And that was when I was like, oh, I need to look at the title of this so I can remember what the name of this song is. And then saw so it was coming up in like a week. I was like, yeah. So I I would give this song, um, I'll give this song a solid, um, I'm almost tempted to go four, because it really is just like, peak pop 80s Bowie. So I will go for, because this really, this is like a perfect 80s pop Bowie song. For um, I, police bikes? Now I'm going to give it four police bikes. Yeah, I agree. I was going to go with four myself. Four police bikes. It's a really, it, it is a really fun song. I, I always, I never skip it. Kind of always find myself singing along to it, the whole like call and response. Um... I like the song a lot. Four police bikes for me. Yeah. I feel like if you were going to send like a, a capsule to aliens of what 80s pop music sounded like, this would be on there as far as like what pop rock sounded like. I mean, I might send them something from Let's Dance instead, but I mean, this, this is like, it's like Let's Dance. It's like, let's, it's like Let's Dance Light. Yeah. Let's trip the light Fandango. It's Let's Light Fandango. Oh, I wanted to mention the, um... You watched the alternative video too, right? The yeah. MTV version, where they they it looks like they're setting up for it looks like if they're setting up setting it up to be a live performance. Um, there's a there's a crowd, there's an audience there in the studio, overlooking you know London. He says he has a greeting for our American friends. This is like the MTV video. Yeah. And then they play the song, but they they just put the al album version in there. Um, but it's weird because there's also the noises of the crowd too, and they start uh, clapping along at parts and singing along and talk about misfires. It's yeah, like, it was weird. I couldn't tell if I was watching like a top of the pops kind of thing or what was going on when I was watching that music video. They start singing that this was a mistake. This was a total yeah. mistake to have the sound of the audience singing along because they are way off key. Yeah. It kind of, yeah, that kind of ruins the video. Uh, and then there's, uh, what was it? Bars of the County Jail, where we talked about mistimed hand claps. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that going on, too. Which, you know, that's what hap That's exactly what happens in, when you're, you know, in a crowd. That's why I don't go to live concerts. I prefer to have the, the music streamed directly into my ears and not, not be bothered by <laughs> <laughs> other people. Bad singing and uh, mistimed hand claps. Um... All right, yeah, that's going to do it for uh, 
Blue Jean. I don't I don't remember. I didn't even look at what the next song is going to be. Uh, next song. Bring me my list and uh, take a look at it. Bring me the Disco King is the next song. Uh, oh, you're way ahead. Is that next? Right? I got uh, Bombers. Bombers is the next song. Completely bombed that transition. Ah. Um, see, it was a that was the plan all along. That was yeah. That was, was all compl- very was carefully, carefully scripted. Bombers is the next song. Uh, we'll be talking about that Wednesday. Until then, I'm Thomas. And I'm Travis. You can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, from me to Ziggy, from me to Ziggy.com. If, you, uh, if you're enjoying the show, please uh, subscribe on iTunes and leave a review and a rating. Would uh, you say, somebody send me an email? Somebody send me an email. <laughs> yeah, podcast at from me to Ziggy.com. I think that's everything. Um, till Wednesday. I am Eugene. Uh, I am Thomas. I am Travis. And look out, world. You know I've got mine. Do you remember a It's such an I've heard a rumor from ground control. Oh no, don't say it's true. They got